Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes, gonna tell you about comic books, costumes, facts, boots, and other stuff. In this week's issue, Beneath the Trees Where Nobody Sees, issue three. Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by the spooky one. Hello, Mr. Mike. Was I know it we're. That was close enough. Spooky ish. I know that we are in the month of February, which I guess. Ooh, the spookiest <laughs> month of the year. Might think more <laughs> of a uh, month of love, but we just follow the release schedule when it comes to this. And yeah. that is. Uh, beneath the trees where nobody sees as we cover issue three today on the show. This is a series um, by Patrick Horvath that we've been covering. Uh, he uh, wrote and illustrated it, and we've been covering it since it started yeah. back in October of last year. Um, and it's been coming out bi-weekly. I think we got one in October, one in either November or December, and then this one came out this last week. So I went and picked it up. And it's just kind of one of the current series that's going on that we've had a lot of fun with and one that I definitely recommend picking it up. Obviously, spoiler alerts, because we're covering the most current issue here. Spoilers. You haven't read. If not, we're obviously going to break it down a little bit for Mike. I kind of just keep him. I'm that friend that kind of keeps him in the loop on comics by doing this. That's right. Is I just kind of tell him about, hey, I read this cool thing. This is what happens. This is what's cool about it. Um, So, I, you know, I used to be into comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. And like this, what, last couple of weeks, I brought in a bunch of stuff I had in my attic. Yes. And so to look forward to this, uh, down the line, we're going to start opening some of those really crappy comics that I have. Yes. I have a pile. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I was going to say, I have a pile that sits behind us in our (laughs) workstation there. And it's there on purpose for if I have just a bit of downtime for yep. me to grab one and to start reading it. And what I did is I purposely found the covers that just look the most ridiculous. Yeah, and there's some bad ones. There are some bad yeah. ones. Um, there's one that I don't know when we're going to get to it, but we are going to get to it. If anything, just off name alone, because mm-hmm. it's called Sweet Meats. Sweet Meat. Um, it's about a vampire, I think. I think it's some kind of like yeah. spooky kind of. There's things like that. I know I have an issue about when, Soviet super soldiers. When I look like, at that sweet meats thing, I think it's It's all like, black and white. Well, I think it's it, it's like American Psycho meets um, uh, Barbecue. vampire, but with a girl. You know? Yeah. I mean, it just... Did you ever see American Psycho 2? No. I never saw the second one. It had... Uh, with uh, Mila... Yeah. yeah. Mia Kunis. Yeah. Kunis. Yeah. I didn't see it either. No. Well, I can't imagine that's any good. That's... I don't know. Did you watch the Psycho remake with uh, Vince Vaughn? No, I love that. But it's a shot for shot. 
Oh, is it? See, it's a shot for shot but reenactment. But yeah. I have the same mindset thing. I think to myself, I've seen the first one. I'm yeah. good. Like I don't need yeah. to see it with Vince Vaughn. So maybe people thought the same thing about American Psycho. Uh, yeah, but it's American Psycho two. That's true. So it's that's a, the that's well, the, from my understanding, and this is me knowing just too much random stuff because I haven't seen the movie. Is I think that it was made as a completely different movie, and the studio added the title to it to try to p- drum up oh, more. Oh, that makes total sense. I think. Yeah. Like maybe they were like, "Oh, we can add a little bit like faint kind of connections here to make this all yeah. work." Yeah, I know your uh, your movie was called Killer Lady. Now you're American, American Psycho, Psycho too. too, and people yeah. will go see it because they think yeah. it's yeah. Uh, but we are going to kind of stay in the realm of the serial killer. Would you consider Patrick Bateman a serial killer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, Not Jason Bateman, but no, Patrick Bateman. But Patrick Bateman. Mm-hmm. But, man, that, that business card. I did, that's one of the scenes that I so oddly... Oh, yeah. That there, There's things it's about good movie. movie. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, it's creepy as hell. But we will stay in that realm of just kind of deranged killers as we go ahead and get into issue three here of my, Beneath the Trees. My theory is that he's actually nuts, though, the, the actor. Christian Bell? Yeah, I think he's actually nuts. Oh. I think that because I mean, look at look at the way he plays Batman, look at the way he's played anything. He's he's one of those method guys, right? Very much I so. mean, he's, you know, he's Well, do you think there's something wrong his, with Daniel Day-Lewis? Yes. Okay. Fine. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I th- I don't think Leto's th- like that. Who? Jared Leto? Oh, jeez. I thought you I thought you were talking about Jay Leno. Um, <laughs> Leno's like that. He really gets into those characters when One he's talking about favorite, his cars. Did you ever watch Craig Ferguson? Yeah. I love Craig Ferguson. One of my favorite bits that they used to do was the Jay Leno fly, though. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. He, um, um, what was I saying? Uh, method actors and why you yeah, think Yeah, method that. actors. So, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, he's he's nuts. But he's a great actor because he pours himself into that. One of the One of the examples I would use would be Jim Carrey when he played... Um, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. That documentary he was went really nuts. good. Yeah, no. He basically went nuts because he got into the mind of this character. He did. He's never been the same. No, that's true. He's a bearded weirdo now. I yeah. would say weird. I don't know. He has some. No, moments he's a weirdo, somehow. dude. Yeah, he's a weirdo. We're all. We're all. I'll quote. Uh, yeah, we are. Aesop Rock. We're all a bunch of weirdos on a quest to belong. We so. are all a bunch of weirdos, but we're not all on an eighty-foot screen. That is very so true. So there you go. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. Ha ha! Win. <laughs> uh, I guess let me go ahead and give you a recap of where we are just to get us caught up here. Our main character is a bear. These are all anthropomorphic animals for the most part. Good uh, job think, on that word, by the way. Thank you. It, I stumble usually, on that word a lot. It usually gives yeah. me trouble, but today I got it. And I'm not going I'm not gonna repeat it again because why? So you yep. know what I said. Um yep. but it's essentially our world here is the busy world of Richard Scary meets yeah. Dexter is yep. the best way that I like to describe it. Sam, uh, she's our main character. And she is a veteran serial killer. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to put it. Um, but she lives in this very quiet little quaint town named Woodbury or Woodbrook. I always forget every time when I go Woodbrook into it. Barry. But it's just think like Mayberry, and that's yeah. the... Yeah, well, I think the Richard Scarry uh, uh, comparison is, is, is very well, apt. So I mean, it's... It, it, it's a very just peaceful, kind of like sweet, like animal living, you know, yeah. talking animal yeah. living town that you would think of. Yeah. Um, it feels but, very much like Stars Hollow, you know, Gilmore exactly. Girls-ish, but it's all animals. So yeah. uh, our main uh, character, Sam, who is also a serial killer, would leave this place, though, because it was her nice little peaceful, quiet village. And she would yeah. leave off into the big city where she, she would go do kill. Her, yeah, her, her terrible deeds. And Dark she passenger. Would, there you go. That's a good way to put it. And uh, would and painstakingly. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah Dexter did call that. Yeah. yeah. 
She would painstakingly remove and take care of all the evidence and everything. She's been doing this for years. It's she like, would remove a lot. She did. Like, she cut people into chunks. And, like, put them in paint cans and yeah. bury the paint. Yeah. Like, it was very intricate. And yeah. this is something she's been doing, like, once every three months, once every six. I don't know. But it's been going on for 20-plus years. Sure. And it's the way of her release. And then she drives back hours away, as the city is from her place. And she drives back to her town to where she just owns her hardware store and she gets to live this perfect little life. Everything's perfect here. She goes and she s- takes care of that, you know, dark entity that's yeah. in her. Yeah. And then she just comes back. Her urges. Exactly. She always makes sure that it's somebody that it was a stranger that she didn't oh, know. Oh, yeah, sure, it was all, sure. She had all yeah. these rules to make sure not to get caught. Um, but there's another story. Mike honestly I'm so sorry. just I just turned the my mic. head and, and hit the microphone. I've my. never seen that happen. Ah, I'm uh, so sorry. No, but so uh, the <laughs> These animals get me all riled up. The secondary story is there's like the town is celebrating their 200th year anniversary, 100th year anniversary, whatever it is. Right. And so they're having a giant float for it. And in the process, uh, the turtle, who may or may not have been the mayor at the time, I don't, and still is loved by the town. Uh, there's a problem with the float, and it reveals that one of the townspeople has been murdered very gruesomely and it's kind of been hung up there on the float. Yeah. Uh, it sends the town into a panic. Uh, everybody, the mole who works with Sam there at the um, uh, not, not, hardware not store. not A, a, a literal league, mole. A literal, yeah. A, yeah. a family of moles. <laughs> um, she Sam has is best friends with, because Sam's kind of older, but remember she's best friends with a little uh, quiet mouse right, who's right. kind of sickly and getting older. Mm-hmm. Her and her son that live there. Uh, everybody's just kind of scared of everything that's going on, except for a pig. Do you remember the pig oh, from yeah, issue two? Absolutely. Oh, uh, Cherry Gaskins, who was very much an angry, just asshole. There is no better way to put that to describe her character. But she was just rude and mean. And at a town hall meeting, she brings up how the police need to do more and how nobody's going to keep her from doing what she wants to do. And this pig is just very much of like, hey, this killer is trying to scare everybody. Yeah. We're not going to let them win. Like, yeah, you know, sticking up. This is our town kind of thing. By the way, a group of moles is called a labor. Oh, OK. Just telling you. There you go. Now I know. I'm Well, I'm always interested as to what, I get that. What, where that stuff is called and where it comes from. So Cherry, even in her loud mouthness, there was a little bit to appreciate of the fact of like she wasn't going to let this killer ruin things that were going on in the town of Woodbury. All of while Cherry's throwing a fit, Sam is still trying to figure out, hey, who is doing all of this? Like who murdered old Martin, the librarian, the goat that they there? Oh, She's trying to figure Martin. out. It's, it's interesting, Sam, our killer, is trying to find the killer before the actual cops do because she's afraid with all the poking around that they might stumble upon things that would elicit her in some of her acts. Mm-hmm. Um, when she talks and she asks around, she finds out that there was somebody else there who was helping um, work on the float that the first victim was found on, which was a cat named Melody. And we know that she was allergic to lavender. Remember there, because the turtle telling her the story of like, oh, I do remember. I thought I was there by myself and I heard somebody sneeze. Right. So the bear thought, Sam thought, maybe the cat here has something to do with it. Uh, We ended the last issue, though, is, oh, Cherry went for a walk. And um, while she was out on her. Sam's cola here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had asked you yesterday whether they were any good and I. 
They're not bad. Okay. All right. Sorry. Um, Sorry, folks. <laughs> Just talking Sam's Cola. Uh, but she went out for a walk by herself, uh, kissed her husband, the owl, goodbye, which is an odd pairing for an owl and a pig. Yeah. But on her process out, she was caught by the killer, and they found her the next day just decapitated Chunked there up. in the middle of the school. Um, with uh, We closed out issue three with her husband essentially telling the chief of police that they needed to do more. Like, the town mm. is now in full-on panic. We have victim number two of this Woodbury killer, and all of the townspeople are scared, and that is where we well, will pick be. up issue three. And I love it. did it again. As you open the cover, it has, like, a newspaper um, front page that gives your yeah. titles over I mean, credits yeah, I, over here. And I'm assuming you're going to say how they worked the the people that worked on the comic into the headlines. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So cool. like it has over on the side as part of like it has our headline of like killer strikes again. Outspoken local figure found decapitated at gruesome scene. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's Woodbrook. I call it Woodbury. I'm, it's the two Woodbrook. Uh, Woodbrook Wanderer. Wanderer is the name of the paper. Wanderer. Um, but they talk about how the police are baffled as they're trying to, you know, hunt things down. And it has it as the byline, like the written and illustrated by Patrick Horvath. Uh, letters by Hassan Utsman Alua. I apologize if I butchered that. Um, editor Maggie Howe, assistant editor Jake Williams, and then product and design by Nathan uh, Wittick. But you did much better it, on that name than I would have done. And uh, I, I hope I got that right because it's all very like the lettering on this is so great too. We talked about it last week how it like interacted with the art, and then there's parts of where you can tell that it's written from a journal the way it's like in here with it all. It's just all this whole thing is done really well. So yeah. kudos to them. But it also then has pictures of our two victims there, of the pig, uh, Cherry, and then our goat, Martin. And we're opened up with scenes of different townspeople locking their doors. And we get narration from Sam over it talking about how that... It's so weird how the hands are very human. Even know? though they have the fur yeah, and stuff yeah, like they're yeah. animals. Um, you know, the problem with a monster is that they can hide in plain sight. None of the normal things work. Like, you know, chances are that... They've already made themselves cozy, you know, behind a locked door just like you. Mm. Or maybe you've known them your whole life, like they could be your neighbor. Her illustration over all this is just really painting this great picture of, you know, they'll nod their head and make you feel understood, do their best to make you feel comfortable. And we follow, after all those people locking, it follows this raccoon as she's making her trip somewhere and she walks into the butcher and we see the raccoon order something of like, hey, I'm glad you're open and all these dangerous times. I'd like four cutlets, please. And then there's a tiger who's like, oh, tell me about it. My kid's convinced that she's going to get murdered just walking to school. Oh, can I have two pounds of roast beef? It's so like weird the- that they're ordering meat. It is very weird yeah. that they're ordering meat. I do kind of wonder if this is going to come up somehow yeah. before it's all said and yeah, done. Yeah, you would think so. Anyway, right now it's not. It's just animals as humans. And then part of me wonders is... If some of it's done to that to make like, it, they come in and they walk right past like dead animals, you know, like sausages and ham and steaks. And it is weird. All this, it's just odd. It's very weird because we would like it would be weird for us to walk by. Oh a, yeah, pors- a person shop. Well, I think. Yeah. Well, I think that it, the last issue had the pig lady walking past the place, and there was like a pig head in the in the window. Yeah. Yeah. But so we what a see weird place to live. And then we see another badger come in and she's like, oh, it's enough to make you never want to leave the house again. 
and then we get a what did, chew. What does that say? Uh, that's butcher twine. Oh, okay. Sorry. And then we get a, a chew from oh, somebody sneezing, and we out. get, oh, bless you, Melody. Thanks, Mary, because our butcher is the cat. Yeah. See, this is what I love about this issue, too, is because it told us flat out last issue that Melody the cat is allergic to lavender. lavender. Yeah. So we already know going in, and it is playing with you already, like the way it's setting this up about it being somebody you know, somebody you could yeah, be friends sure, with. Sure. The chopping of the meat as it does it all, like it wants you to be like, yeah. all right, we know yeah. who our person is now, and it does a really good job. This is very much all this. Uh, red herring in a movie kind of thing. Yes, yeah. and it's done so well here, though, because she's like, oh, sorry, it must be my allergies, and she just goes through, and it shows her working in the butcher shop and... Uh, just a line of people, obviously, in all these troubled times, they still are going to the local butcher shop sure. to see her. At least it's some sort of like see, solace. See, in a the way. dog makes sense to me. Yeah, the right? dog does. Because they would eat any but of this But why meat. is there a raven there? The bear makes sense to me because they would eat any of this meat. Raven, I don't know. And why is it so big? There's multiple birds. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we see, though, a picture of her. I'm just saying about animals eating animals. You know, I'm thinking like, okay, the dog's fine, the bear's fine. But when you start getting into a mole, and a raven and stuff like that. It I'm gets like, a little weird. Yeah. weird. Yeah, and He's, the cat's cutting it all up. Yeah, exactly. We see a picture of her and her husband. Apparently, they own mm. the butcher shop together. Her husband's who? It's a cat too. He's a cat as well. Yeah, okay, it's two cats. Right. Um, and so it shows her serving all the customers, and then she closes. She's open Monday through Saturday, eight thirty to six thirty, which is heck of some hours too. That is a lot of hours. And it's her leaving, and she's walking by, and she walks past the hardware store, and we get to see inside the hardware store where Sam's talking to, I don't remember the mole's name, Charlie maybe, I think. It is Charlie. And so our main character, Charlie, for some reason, makes sense as a mole's name. It does. But Sam and Charlie are talking, and Charlie's talking about, like, hey, are you you going to the funeral? Talking about for Martin, the the Mm -hmm. librarian guy. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I want to take the kids. Like, He's the one that was up on the float, right? He was the one on the float. Okay. And Charlie the Mole's just like, I know I always say that Woodbrook is a bit boring, but honestly, man, I wish it would go back to being as boring as it would be. Like, yeah. I'm kind of tired of all this. And Sam's I'm like, tired of all this murder. murder. And Sam's just kind of listening, whack. and she's like, yeah, no, you're right, Charlie. And she hears a sneeze, and it catches her eye as she looks outside to see Melody pass by. And we get more narration, because all the narration from Sam I love is it's like on notebook mm-hmm, paper, so mm-hmm. it looks like it's a journal entry. Yeah. And so she says, so when you're searching for a monster yeah. mm-hmm, that can hide in plain sight, you can't trust your eyes. you got to follow your nose. Like, it's making you think. And I love this scene because it's two full pages. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. Twelve different panels. I could have uh-huh. done that to myself. And there's not a single bit of dialogue in it, but it tells a whole story. Yeah. So we see that Melody's gotten home. She throws her keys there. She's making a steak. Makes sense as a butcher. Sure. Well, make, as a cat also. Well, that too. Make, make steaks for dinner. She's listening to music as she cooks. Yeah. She eats. She she's finishes. Got the little sprigs in there with the yeah, meat. Yeah, no, she goes she's a, she's a very She good finishes. Cook. She looks across. There's nobody there to eat with her. Yeah. She goes back. We get an outside view, which makes it look like somebody's watching her. She's washing her dish. She's putting it ready. She's mm. drying off. She's going to leave. And now we see shoes outside of yeah. the window that was yeah. watching her. Yeah. Because we then hear a noise <sighs> like of water coming from the bathroom. And it's Melody bl- brushing her teeth. 
and we look through the like yeah. blinds of a closet and we see Sam's eyes. She's obviously hiding in the closet watching. Yeah. And we see Melody walk in and it says, Hey, sweetie. Because there's somebody already laying in the bed. Already laying in the bed. You can't tell who it is. But limp wrist hanging yeah. off the edge yeah. of the bed. Hey, sweetie. And again, we talked about the letters. I love how, again, it looks like it's cut off on purpose behind mm-hmm. the door. Yeah. Like yeah. they do just small no, things like purposeful. that are great. Yeah. 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 And he's like, it's been a miserable day. And she closes the door behind her. So something doesn't seem right there with Melody. We go back to uh, the next day, and it's our, so we don't go back. We move forward to the next day. What is this person? I think it's like a muskrat or like a okay. meerkat or something. Couldn't figure maybe? out what they were. Um, but it's Most new- of the animals, you can tell exactly what they are. That one is tough. Not re- yeah, it is. She's got a wig tough. on. Um, but it is a newscaster kind of giving a update of like fear, paranoia, and intrigue with the killer at large. Like the sheriff's department's trying to do everything they can. They don't have any leads. Right now, the list of victims grows. The questions at mind, like, is anyone safe? When will you strike? All that kind of. No know, one's safe. Kind of talk. Melody's Never. walking by, just kind of distracted by it. And she walks by Sam. And Melody just says, oh, good morning, Samantha. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, Sam, oh, good morning, Melody. Hey. And it's one of those that you can see. They both act friendly to one another. But when they pass, both of their faces yeah. just kind of change. Yeah. And so it's like a do ship's we, in the night type thing. Do we have any, any um, inkling as to why they don't? kind of like each other we're gonna get into we some, haven't um, we haven't heard that yet though no right? no okay. no we All don't right. know anything yet now but we're gonna get so, into something a little bit more yeah. interesting there so we go back to the butcher shop uh-huh. and with her narration again i love the can you spot a monster could it be your friend could it be the butcher yeah like and it shows and it's intercut with her like sitting there just serving different customers and chopping meat you get the ding of the bell you this, get this her. reminds me of like my favorite part of Evil Dead where you get those quick cuts to things yes you know and so this is like a quick cut to the number being torn a quick cut to her chopping a chop a quick cut to the bell over the door a quick cut to her sawing ribs you know I mean just kung, 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 all and I things. love the quick cut the dog super excited which goes into what sure. you're yeah. but also love every time it shows her it's completely red uh-huh. in the background yeah. too to yeah. make you believe that this yeah. but the narration over while she's serving the customers is you know, can you spot the monster? Could be your friend. Could be your neighbor. Could be the butcher whose dead husband may or may not actually be buried in the ground. Who's to say? Wait, it says the butcher? And their husband could be buried in the ground? Huh. No, who may not be. Oh, may so not Sam, actually be buried. Oh, okay. So we find okay. out now from that little just piece of dialogue. People think he's dead. People think he's dead. Well, she was sitting across from an empty table. Yeah. She was like planning yeah. like it was, but he's actually. But when she went to bed, there was somebody in bed whose but, arm was just hanging yeah, off the side of the bed. Yeah, but we didn't hear that person we say anything. Know. We didn't see their face. Nothing. So Sam is very uh, sketchy. Exactly. She thinks something is up with the butcher for sure. With all this, by the way, whomp, ding ding, zut zut zut, shunk, squirt, splut. Those great, are all the sounds. Great from the sound panels. effect. Thank work you very on much. Here. Appreciate it. Uh, I do my own foley. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> So uh, we then cut to the evening that night, and Sam is locking up the hardware store, and all the Mole family is going to walk home together because obviously uh, we're all just going to do it together as a family just to be sure. safe. Sure. And they ask her, Can Sam, Mole if see in the dark, <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Is that their thing? Well, they can't. I don't know. Hmm. 
don't know. Um, I remember. But they asked Sam if they all have glasses. They do, I which love is that. weird to me. They asked Sam if they want her to, or if they, she wants them to wait for her to walk her home, and she's like, "No, no, no, that's okay. You guys go ahead." Like, yeah. I got one more thing. I'm just going to tie my shoe. And then, oh, you know what? I realized I just left my jacket back at the store. You Whoops. guys go ahead and, like, I'll catch up with you. And they're like, okay, we'll be safe. And she's like, I promise you guys I will. And there's a reason why. And that is because she has a plan. And we see her. I love the way that they did this. We just get an outside shot of the butcher shop. Mm-hmm. Just from street view, and the next yeah. panel, just like a single light under the door, mm-hmm. and the next panel is Sam standing in place of that uh-huh. same picture. Is she's blocking the door, yeah. and she's standing across the street from it, and just you see a brick in her hand. It. Yeah, like she has a plan yeah. of something she's about to do. And Mike, do you want to know what she does? What does she do? I'll tell you about it right after this break. <laughs> If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down in the woods today, you better go in disguise. Beneath the trees where nobody sees, they'll hide and seek as long as they please. That's the way the teddy bears have their picnic. Welcome back into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. Uh, My voice decided to go out on me, Bros. But still. (laughs) Hey, um, by the way, moles, uh, they do have have eyes, and they are not blind. They do have eyes. Wow. They are not blind, uh, but they have very poor vision. So I I like the fact that he put glasses on all of them. That's kind of cool. The whole family does have glasses. Yeah, yeah, because they all have bad eyesight. That is funny. Uh, I don't know why I sounded so mean saying that. They have eyes. Oh, I don't care. Moles can only see... Dark and light. There's no mid for them. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah. I'm enjoying this, learning about all these animals. Oh, yeah? Is that your favorite part of this? A labor about animals? and oh, blind moles. Oh, a labor moles. and blind yeah. moles. You learned a lot about moles today. No, I like this comic book. I think it's great. I think it's a really good story, and it would make a great like animated feature kind but of thing. It's also kind of like Watership Down too. kind of stuff, right? Oh, you know, mess with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what you're getting into with Watership Down, that'll throw you for a loop. Yeah, if you don't if, if you don't want to watch that, you know, and you're touchy as far as these movies and stuff go, watch uh, Old Yeller. Really great. <laughs> it give you a good feeling, uh, make you happy. Uh, a boy so, and his dog. Uh, yeah, nothing goes wrong there. You ever seen that movie, A Boy and His Dog? No. But it's about like nuclear war? No. Uh, okay. Wow. All right. That was a little depressing also. It was. Well, let's continue to be. I teased you a bit um, before we went to break. Let me go ahead and tell you what Sam does then. Now. Yeah. So so we got Sam standing in the dark looking across at the butcher shop with a brick in, with hand. A brick in her hand. Well, we in the next panel, we get the crashing sound of the brick going through the window. I thought she might use the brick. Yeah. And an alarm going off. And again, I love, I'm going to brag about it every time we oh, see yeah. it. The burr from the alarm goes from one panel oh, yeah, so all cool. the way down. And it turns into the ringing of the, the phone, phone ringing, yeah. in the next panel. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's so good. Uh-huh. Um, but Melody answers the phone. Obviously, it's the alarm company to tell Somebody her, like, hey, your meat. Yeah, something's going on. She's like, what? The shop right now? Yeah, no, I'm on my way. Thanks. And she says, sweetie, I have to go. There's been a break-in at the shop, is what Melody says as she puts her clothes on. Yeah. She grabs her keys. Wait, let me see that panel she where she leaves. says that. Oh, Which one? Okay, so. so she's in bed. Yeah. But we can't see if we there's anybody on the other her. pillow. No, they how, do a very good job of this. However, I want you to, to think about this. She's in the, if you look at the bed, she's in the right-hand 
side of the bed. She reaches all the way over to the left, which would be over the other person or whatever is in the bed to get to the phone. That is true. Okay. And then they then she says, hey, sweetie, I'm leaving. I got somebody to break in. But you don't see anything behind her. Nope, yeah. you don't. Okay. And she goes to leave, and Sam waits for the car to pull out of the driveway. By the way, her car says, chill what what? Well, it also says Vroom, vroom. when she leaves. So what? What Vroom? So Sam is able. But to this pick even says Scoop lock. when she picks up her keys. Dude, they're scoop. So good. I love the yeah. sound effect. Yeah, it's great. She's able to pick the lock of the sliding glass door, and she slides open to sneak in. Oh, so Sam's at her house. Sam's at her house. Uh, Sam. Okay, used we're fixing it. to find out. All right, I got you. Sam's using the time to snoop around more to get to the bottom of why she mm-hmm. suspects this from Melody. Yeah. So. I'm doing the good old. I know you're having to hide it. I I'm doing it, the yeah, good so old fold. I'm not just look. To, I'm no, not I know. Look, yeah. I know just to keep things building. So she has a headlamp on too. Yeah. And she's going through, and she looks through the kitchen. There's Itty nothing. She goes up and down the hallway. We see a picture of Melody and her husband there on the wall. He was a fox. Was he? He kind of looks like a cat. Right? I don't know. And she walks into this. No, I just meant he's really good looking. Oh yeah, no, he is. Yeah. I, it's confusing with this <laughs> with it being animals. And she opens a door. And she sees all these stuffed heads oh. on the door, and it takes her back for a bit. And she goes, "Is this is this felt? Like they, she can't tell yeah. if they're real or not." And then she goes bathroom, and she goes to look in the bathroom, and she opens the door. <laughs> and about that time, as she opens the door, sorry, I'm getting a little. Yeah. There we go. She walks in and goes, "Oh, I see." And as we look into the bedroom, we see him laying there. Yeah. And she goes, that's a pretty good likeness, too. She kind of picks up and, like, fills the arm and stuff like that. But about that time... She says that's a good likeness. Likeness. And about that time, there's a click as the hall room light comes on, and she's obviously in trouble. So she goes and she hides in the closet where yeah. she was before. Yeah, you got the, the, the stereotypical looking through the blinds of With the, the closet. Of yeah. And as she's looking there. Very Me- noir yes. kind of lighting. Because Melody's back. And Melody goes, good news and bad, or bad news and good news, sweetie. She goes And she turns the light on in the bedroom where yeah. Sam's in there. She goes, somebody decided to throw a brick through the shop window. And Sam's just kind of watching. Yeah. And he say, the good news is. That nobody took anything. Again, I'm telling you, I'm going to brag about it every time. Through the slits yeah, of cool. the, it yeah. it takes away from the word yeah. bubble, and it no, does very nice. well. Yeah, very well done. Uh, I just want to point out when I notice. Yes. Um, and then she says, "So good luck, bad luck." Uh, I'm going to hop in the shower and try to relax. And Sam hears the water rushing as the door closes, and so she's going to use that to sneak out. And we see a speech bubble as Sam sneaking out behind her, and it goes. I wasn't sure who to expect, but I never would have guessed you, Sam. Oh, wow. And we turn around, and Melody has a gun pulled on Sam yeah, here. Yeah, And she goes, planning on murdering someone tonight? Oof. And Sam goes, I know this looks bad, but you were the last one with Birdie that night Martin was killed, and you're allergic to lavender, so I thought maybe. And Melody's still holding the gun, though. Yeah. Looks just very shaken up. And just sure. she goes, so you thought that I killed Martin? And she, yeah. like she's just yeah. kind of, and Sam tells her, and that's possibly that you had a dead body in your bed? Like, she's just 
laying it all out there for her. And Melody just kind of sits down next to her on the couch and just sets the gun. Like, it's just hitting her that she thought... Well, it's a little bit of a relief, I would imagine, In a way, that she's not going to get murdered, but at the same time, it's her being like, oh, you thought this was all me. And she's sitting there, and she goes, and you've been spying on me? And Sam tells her, sort of, yes, sorry about that. And Melody has this very kind of moment. She goes, we had everything, Sam. We had the shop. We had the life we always wanted. After Frank died, it all became a mask I wore so people would stop worrying about me. Wow, so he did die. But I got lonely. Having something in bed with me helps. She goes, sometimes when I wake up, I almost forget he's not real. So it's just, it's not even, it's just a fake body that she just kind of has there in bed with her kind of made out of felt and stuff to have something kind of there and she goes please don't tell anyone and sam tells her not a word i promise so wait and melody crying goes now get out of my house samantha well sure sure but wait so she said we had everything we wanted about me but i get lonely having something bad sometimes please don't tell anyone Okay, so it is a fake body. It is a fake body. Okay, all right. Okay, she's using it just to help so, her grief. But what of, about oh, the losing heads? her husband? They're all felt like oh, she okay. thought it was. All right. They're just different ones that she switches out, either just I guess for wear and tear okay. stuff, like things like that. But no, it's just something that Melody has done to help her process her grief of not having her husband, as she says that you know sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I forget that he's you know not even yeah, there. Yeah, sure, like it's, sure. And so it just makes a lot of sense of why that's there now, and all of a sudden it's Sam being like, oh, okay. Like, I was wrong there again then. And she obviously tells Sam to leave her house. And now we're met with a yeah. funeral scene for Martin, who was the goat. For some reason, I'm very upset about this rooster in a suit. <laughs> rooster and a tiger. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know. I don't understand the rooster in a suit. You're going to do it in all, of all days on Big Red's funeral. And why, <laughs> why is the rooster so big? Because uh, They're all big comparable red. in size. It's big red. Anyway, all right. All right, we only got three more pages. No, you're good. No, yeah, you're yeah, good. yeah, this is great. Um, and we get more. I like this kind of introspection. Funeral's taken a while, by the way, to it come is. around. It is. Um, or also, like, not a lot of time has passed in these issues. We can That's look at it too. Yeah, that way. either way. Um, Sam's narration says, "I don't pretend to know what it means to them. I know what's expected of them or of me at something like this. I do enough to not be noticed and to kind of blend in, but I do find it interesting." This is uh, like this, the, the psychopath part of her yeah, talking. Yeah, this, the, this is the Dexter part of her talking yeah. as she's kind of people watching. You know, and she goes, and I know, like, I've caused this for countless others. Like, she's realizing, like, I know what's kind of going on here. I know I'm the cause of this for other people. Like, yeah. she goes, when I choose someone and make them disappear, I imagine what I cause kind of must be even worse because there's no rhyme or reason to it in a way. It's like she's but she her doesn't thought, care. She doesn't, I mean, but she's just having these just kind of realizations yeah, that she's she just watching doesn't have everything. those kind of feelings. Yeah. She goes, to be honest, it's fascinating to watch, and I know whoever caused this has to be here watching today too. I bet they wouldn't miss this for the world because in her mind, she's like, yeah, there is all, like, it's weird to see all these people deal with death and how they're reacting to it, how they're interacting with one another, but at the same time, the guy who caused this, he wants to see all his, or the person who caused this, they want to see all their work. Like, they're not going to mm-hmm. miss this for the entire world. And she notices that as she looks around, and we have the pastor who's reading, you know, kind of welcoming everyone sure, there. Sure. And he's like, friends and family, I'd like to begin with a prayer. 
and everybody, you know, kind of starts to bow their heads and it goes, please bow your heads. And then all of a sudden you hear, shoo, another sneeze. And Sam turns to look to see who it is. And we hear the pastor go, dear Lord, we thank thee for our friend, dear Martin. As Sam just kind of looks and sees who it is with just a, I'll be damned as her thing because it's her friend's son. Oh. The little mouse. Yeah. Is the guy sneezing. And we get the cover to tease next week's issue. And it's him with like a little briefcase, but it's pictures Mm -hmm. of Sam in there. Well, there's also also pictures pictures of skulls. skulls. Yeah. It's we we might have finally found that is a bear skull, too, because and the only reason I know that is because I used to have a video store down here by Baylor called Campus Video, and our logo was like a bear skull, you know. And anyway, that's what yeah, it looked whatever. like? Whatever, yeah, it looked just like that, yeah. So, yeah, so we now know, potentially, I say that because we thought it was going to be the cat. Yeah. It could be. Well, it's a red her, herring. It's a misdirection. It, it could be another one, or be, we yeah. do have something interesting because it could be her best friend's son who was the killer then. Yeah, I... I don't know. It'll be interesting. We also get the cover that we had of mm-hmm. Melody and her. Yeah, I love that. But this one is super interesting. The alternate cover here. I don't know which what this really means. Good. I don't know either. I think it just looks really cool. It's her, but she has no pupils. Um, and she's looking down at a doorway that's in her chest, and her hands are just covered in blood. Yeah. Like in a, almost like a grip, like she's about to grip somebody by the neck or something. And just ring them. It's really cool huh. looking, though. Yeah. And then yarn and, yeah, yeah and hammering tools. Those. Yeah. yeah, I like that. But no, so there you no, go. No, it's very, it's beautiful uh, cover. Beneath the trees where nobody sees issue number three uh, by oh. IDW. And I can't wait for issue number four, which I think obviously we'll have, I'll have to wait. Until April, but when well, that comes out, what's going to be so cool is is when you get to the end of this and able to put all these together and just oh, read yeah. it all the way through. That'd be kind of cool. See, and that's what I think. You know, like we're obviously doing this issue by issue, but once I get yeah. all six of them, then yeah, yeah, I'll probably reread the whole thing all together. So as this is six issue limited. I'm pretty sure this is it's going to be six, and we're halfway. We're at the halfway point then, mm-hmm. right now, which would make sense that we would finally find. I think in this story, who our killer was, because I think we're going to have a little bit of a dance back and forth. Yeah, then. sure. I get um, that. So, have we not seen any cows? No, we have not seen any cows. Okay. So, they're all eating cows, apparently. Uh, cows are way down on the on the scale. food chain here, I guess. Yeah. Huh. But but we have seen pigs. We have seen Cut pigs. Up. Well, pig, yeah. yeah, and dead. Huh. Beneath the trees well, where nobody sees. Uh, Hor- Horvath, fruit. right? Yes, Patrick Horvath. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Good. Oh, that's great. And, and the story's cool too. Like in, in the pacing of it, it's just really good. Like it's a, it's very much a whodunit pacing. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, I don't know exactly what we're gonna do next week, Mike, and that's kind of the beauty of it. We'll just surprise you with this. Well, next week is gonna be the grab bag, right? We're gonna grab. Out I think. Of some I think. I think crap. I'm gonna grab. I'm gonna find some yeah. of the grab bags to dig into. Yeah. I just don't know which exact yeah, ones yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. Um, there's a lot of stuff. I know we tease some. I know that I have one about that's a Ninja Turtles in a haunted pizza that haunted we can get pizza. to at some point in time. I'm hoping to find something just really bad in there so let me speak to this just real quick i uh probably let's see i think y'all said that those comics were from about 97 it was like no it was earlier than that really 
Uh, well, I know that we got everything from like 91, 92, all the way to about 96, 97. Because I know that Death of Superman was in there. 93 uh, was so Death that's of 93? Superman. I so, think okay. it's 93. So I, I think we're dealing with 92 through like 94. Yeah. Right? It's, oh, it's the golden age of bat. So I say that. You, and obviously uh, you know this as being somebody who lived through it, um, but it was... The war. Well, no, I say that. like I was around for it too, but it hit me different as a mm-hmm, kid than mm-hmm. it did as somebody who was older, especially since you had to deal with buying comics and stuff. But the this is the nineties of where like there is so much product out there. Oh yeah. And just like it is it was killer. I mean it was just stacks and stacks on stacks. Like this but, is what led to the collapse of it in a way. Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah, how yeah. much that was out there. Well what I was gonna say is is at this time I was running a uh, an outlet store in the big city of Hillsboro, Texas. Woo, woo. Uh, it was a video music and then I convinced them to bring in comic books and t shirts and stuff like that. And so I would buy comics every week from diamond uh distributing who was the only distributor at the time yeah they were the pretty much ones. the only one and then um because i remember when dark horse started i remember when image started all of that stuff mm-hmm. right from about that time um but i would basically order all this stuff and i didn't know anything about any of them but i would order whatever looked cool you know and then i would uh buy myself a copy from it because i was getting them all at at you yeah. know cost yeah so there's a lot of comics in there that are in bags that I, I don't know, I've never even opened them, but there were stacks of comics. It was oh yeah, was no, there probably, was a lot of stuff we went through. What do you think? How many do you think? Like 150? Oh, easily. Yeah, there was a lot. And we'll a lot go of through comics. Some of that stuff. And you and Mason kind of well, Mason especially just yeah. drooled over all of it. Oh, like it was he so fun. Was, but yeah, yeah, no, I just love going. It's just well, like that's a, great. I'm, it's a time capsule. I'm glad that it turned into something. That's cool. Uh, and being able to go through those things will be really. That'll take me way back. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be fun. Yeah. So we'll go and dive into the grab bag for next week to close out February. And then, I don't know, I'll have to figure out Screw what to you do for February. March. Also, what we'll do is it came out already, and we'll tease it a bit. I know you've seen it, but we'll go ahead and even we'll be a bit late, but we'll talk about it some. The new Deadpool trailer. Yeah, I think we're going to do a little bonus where we're just going to kind of react to the Deadpool trailer because I've got some stuff yeah. to say about it. Yeah. Uh, it was, I enjoyed it. And yeah. I, that's all I'm going to say. We'll get more that's to exciting. that, obviously, when we do that. So yeah. we'll look at that. And also, I told Mike, we'll go ahead and cover Deadpool before the movie comes out in July, too. So. It's amazing that Ryan Reynolds has done all the stuff he's done because oh, yes. he, he very rarely lets you down. No, That's very true. Um, there's a couple of movies that are kind of iffy. But, but not a lot. Have uh, you ever seen The Voices? I know it. I haven't seen it. The where he's a serial the killer. killer. Yeah, yeah. It's I've very heard, good. I heard it's good. It's I very good. It. It's full of humor. Yeah. Like it's got a lot of funny stuff in it. Hey, you know what? We here on the podcast love Ryan Reynolds. I don't know what he cares <laughs> I do or what, he, what he thinks about yeah. us, but we love Ryan Reynolds. I think he's. A, I, I I would be very surprised if people had bad things to say about him. Same. Plus, he's Canadian. Yeah. So you know, I'm, they have to be nice. Well, I don't know if they have to be, but still, it's in the charter. Oh, okay. Yeah. What charter? Vancouver v. Uh, Johnson from eighteen fifty two. Good enough for me. I didn't make up any of that. Nope, not at all. As always, we appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen. (laughs) Make sure to check out uh, Rogue Media Network and the Rogue Media Network family of podcasts. RogueMediaNetwork.com. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. Golly, God. Frozen, Frozen, heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen. Heroes, gonna tell you about. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.